Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. Another beautiful morning here in New York in June. Jay, you, we were just coming talking. with no strings, Key. We're, we were just talking no as we were listening to the sound coming into the segment just now. Key, you know, calls a Jokic a potato. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the potato in a second. But you, you think you know how to fix Zion? No, not not, not how to fix Zion. So, Key, I, I wonder. So, <laughs> you know, sometimes Key, it's like natural, like in basketball. Sometimes, like when a team walks in the gym. You're like, damn, they, they, everybody's 6'6". Six, six. They, they walk in athletic. Yeah, get off the bus right, team. Get off the right? bus when you're team. Looking, oh, oh, it doesn't oh, okay, always yeah. translate key, but you know what I mean? Like, damn, these dudes, they can play. Yeah. I, one of the first things I said with Zion, though, that I'm curious, like, what you think about. Like, naturally, as an athlete, you look at other athletes. You'd be sizing people up. Like, I wonder, like, I go automatically into, okay, I would give this dude bucket. Oh, his legs look heavy. Oh, he got heavy feet. So what, is that why like, you're you know intimidated I mean? by me? I look at you, I'm like, oh, he's tiny. <laughs> he's tiny fat. You know what I mean? Like, he's skinny bad fat. Back. Like, one of yeah. those got Good. bad back. Attack the back. With Zion, the first thing I thought about when I saw him, I was like, yo, his gait is messed up. His gait is, yeah. Like, I really wonder, Keith, hmm. like, I don't know how you fix that. Like, if that's, like, corrective shoes or whatever it may be. What don't you like he, about his gait? He walks, he's pigeon-toed. If you yeah. look at his knees, he's knock-kneed. He walks inside. Just look at his gait when he walks, and then you look at his frame. So, if that's his gait, and he, he can't carry weight like usually, that. Nobody's talking about that. Would you say usually the athlete not only has their feet straight out, but is slightly bow-legged, like it's a little it's, – yeah. It's, 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 I don't even know what the correct terminology is. If it's extended on the outward yeah, side, yeah, uh-huh. it's not inverted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like his knees are inverted. So yep. you, you look at that, and then you look at the weight he carries upper body-wise, you're like, that can't – that's not the right kind of stress balance that you would need for mm-hmm. a body – like, he would have to be a lot leaner. I said Mackie Shillstone. Someone, like, he needs to go to a specialist who understands the, the, the physics of it all and nutrition and all that stuff. And there, is, there are people like that out there, you know? All, They're expensive, all that, but all that's cool. All you got to do is work out and lose weight, man. Well, that, well that's what I said. Your work, weight has work, to be work lowered. Out, work out, lose a little weight, and he should be fine. I mean, he's a powerful player. So but, a lot of the things that he's doing has explosiveness to it. And pounding, he's probably been playing basketball since he was a little puppy, you know. And now, you as he starts to grow, he's still pounding along the way, and it's just that's that's one of the reasons he's coming up with these injuries. So between uh, um, diet and playing basketball for so long at his style, he's gonna bound, he's bound to get. Come on, man, his shoe exploded, and when he was still in college, like he's also on top of that, yeah, the but dude that has, has something to do with the shoes. I, but man. I'm just saying, like he's two eighty but compact for the weight and stupid explosive. Like, we've never, even Charles Barkley, we haven't quite seen this yet. And, and, and the sneaker can't take it. Man, Yo, neither can his see, anatomy. You know what lie. I mean? I'm serious, though. His frame I know is just at too home much. I can't see it. But I, I, literally, there is a picture here online of <coughs> Zion, and it shows literally how knock-kneed he is. Like, and you can see how his knees key. So, yeah, the weight aspect is, is, a, is a real thing. But, like, the knock needs of it, like, think about, like, how inverted that is. That, that can't be good for your long-term health 
when your when your Dr. game J- is based off your athletic explosiveness. Ability. Yeah, Doctor Jason Williams, I see you. Yeah. I'm just saying, okay. But like, I always certain it, things that are very apparent when you see people. You're like, whoa. I and, and on top of that, there's that Derrick Rose thing to me, where if you looked at, at D Rose, he, it, like the human body wasn't meant to twitch that fast, right? You're like, damn, and he just the the. Bone structure, whatever, ligaments, you can't take it after a while. But this dude is like a D Rose, but at 280. 280. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot. There's a lot there. I just had to say it. All right, look, the Nuggets are enjoying themselves as they deserve. They were lit yesterday. They tore through these playoffs. (laughs) They were met with very little resistance, (laughs) even by determined and talented teams. Here is Michael Malone, Nuggets head coach. At the parade. Listen to this. Is Brucey B going anywhere? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hey, we run this back. We run this back. Hell yeah. Come on. Get loud. Get loud. Get loud. And here's Coach introducing Nikola Jokic. You guys know he's stat pass, right? And you guys know he, he didn't win a third in a row MVP because the voters didn't want to vote for him. He is drunk as hell. I, I, you know, I, I love this part of it, Key. Everybody keeps, well, okay. So if you're saying, if somebody were to say to me that, well, you know, Jokic, his game is bland or his personality is bland, I'm like, well, then Michael Malone's giving you all the spice that you need, please. He, he's giving you everything, and he has been giving you everything. Whether that's going at Kendrick Perkins for stat padding, whether somebody wants to say, oh, you know, it's the voters. I mean, he, he is carrying receipts like nobody else in the NBA right now. All day, and it's still going. I agree. He went at Braun yesterday, too. He'll, he'll do the talking for the team, right? It'll be on him. Here is Jokic. Congratulations, man, they won. <laughs> Here's Jokic. Yeah. Talk. Remember, originally said, oh, the parade's on Thursday. The guys want to go home. Well, here's what he had to say during the parade. You know that I, I told that uh, I don't want to stay on parade, but I f-ing want to stay on parade. This is the best. This is amazing. Something about when foreign players drop the F word. Man, they were getting I lit, boy. I need it. I need <laughs> that. You're supposed to be faded and have fun with yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Ain't no, of course. There's no question about it. I don't because it would be boring if you if you didn't do it, right? Everybody. Celebrating. I mean, that's what you you just won the NBA title. You're supposed to feel the way that they feel. No question about it. Do, I'm, do you like that version of Jokic better, Key? Is that does that give you the pop for Jokic? Saying yeah, stuff it, like it's, that? It's, it's cool. There's nothing. Okay. There's nothing. Yeah. Remember, I told you I started liking him when he went at your boy from the uh, Phoenix Suns and he pushed him off and then he gave the ball to what, what's his name? Uh, the, the owner, the new owner. Matashibia. Matashibia. When he walked over there later the next game and gave him the ball, I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's a little personality there. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying his personality is bland and he doesn't say anything. I don't care about that. I'm talking about on the court, it just don't look like, like I want it to look like a Zion. I want it to be like, ah, boom. That's that you know, like KG used to be bang on somebody. I don't want everyone to be the here. same way though, Key. No, I, I just want... I'm saying I like it that way. Doesn't mean you like it. No, no, I'm I understand. Saying... No, I do yeah. too. Like my favorite is Ja, right? But but I like living in a world where at the top level of the NBA, 
guys are getting it done different ways. I don't, you know, like one of the things I don't love about this era is all the threes mean too many of the games look the same to me. You know, three, 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 three. I got to get it, I get it. You're trying to set up the three. Um, I like a league where some guys are different. Like this dude, we've never seen this before. But see, when he, when he did the spin move off of AD and dunked, yeah. See, I like that. Yeah, yeah, of course. That you know what I'm saying? I like that, but I don't like the back down, back down, back down, back down, and he's already at the rim and he just takes it in. I don't that's like, come on, man. You're supposed to do that. You're nine feet tall. Yeah, there's a reason that bigs generally don't don't <laughs> connect wait, with the Jay, audience the way they the back the down, do. no. The back down is Shaq will back him down, but it's one back down. It also, takes Shaq Joker like pure power. Yeah, exactly. But it takes Joker from the free throw line to back somebody down. It's like twenty damn steps. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I I get it. Horses, That's all? not horses, but like you know, different strokes for different folks. Are, are you guys still part of this belief? Because it kind of fits into how Denver will always feel disrespected. Do you, Do you still think there's any, um, I, I guess importance to the the seeds that Denver has beaten I do to win yeah I think I think that how so I think that the fact you know it sounds like oh don't be negative now don't make an excuse now sometimes it feels unfair to the team they have to play who was there and they destroyed everybody so they deserve enormous credit but the fact of the matter is they did play the combined total of the highest seeds ever Right, no yeah, one's that, ever it, played that many. That, that's the truth. It is. It so, is what it is. But, 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 but is it true? But I, I said that just they said knocked that, them down. But yeah, I, yeah I, I feel like that's just set off the top rope, though. That doesn't give you any context to it, though, right? Because everybody in the world had the Lakers beating Denver. Like, not everybody, but well, I not everybody say, but me. Say, but like everybody jumped say, on that train and say, said, even though they were that we seed, the bubble. they were the better yeah, team. We saw it in the bubble. So like, it's funny though. It's like you know, the seeding thing gets into like, oh, that's the fact of the matter. And yeah, it is, but. The Lakers after the trade deadline, like were one of the top teams in they the were. league, and all of a sudden, like that's get, that gets swept. But Jay, no matter who, like nobody talks the, about the that. problem with that line of reasoning. To me, is that what do you mean deductive the, reasoning? No, I'll explain. The, is that you see is I that his words, anyone kid? anyone <laughs> who played the the highest? To- I mean, the the big greatest number, right? Like because the lower you're seated, the higher the number. Seven seed, eight seed. So you add it all up, and no one ever played a higher number than them. Any team that does that, there will be they, – they played who was in front of them, but, so there will be reasons that those, that those low-seed teams made it to the conference finals, made it to the finals. There will be extenuating circumstances. They are good teams or they wouldn't have made it that far. But, hold on, but the fact is they were lower-seeded teams. Yeah, but that's fine. I mean, well, first off, you're a one-seed. You're going to play an eight-seed. Like, right, it, to that's start gonna happen. Like, yep. You, you yep. can't control that's that. That's right. Then the next up, okay, like the four-seed one, like fine. Like that's, that's what it is. But like, – We've all sat up here and talked about if the Lakers had a full season, like they would not have though. been in that seating position. That, so that, also, that, like, that, that just because they have a number next to them doesn't mean they're well, actually no, that seed. I, I, I get it, but hold on one second, Keith. So yeah, I get you, it, but you, I just, you're only taking a piece of the argument and then labeling that. Saying, no, but, well, that's the fact of the matter is that no other team. And Jay, I just, that against adju- I, I just addressed that. Let me do it again because obviously I didn't do it clearly enough. There will come a team probably eventually that plays even lower seeds than them somehow, right? And they, they're they're total number will exceed the Nuggets in terms of the 8 seed, the 8 seed, the 8 seed. Oh, my God. It's and in that circumstance, too, there will be explanations for why those lower seed teams made it to the conference finals, made it to the finals. And when you look at the details, you will see they were actually very good teams or they wouldn't have made it that far. So that is true. That, that's absolutely always going to be true for anyone who winds up in that situation. But the uh, fact is, they are lower seed Do you teams. know Denver, went through, Denver went through more All-Stars 
the accumulation of All Stars in all those seasons than any other team in NBA history? Do you that know that? True. Did not like, know. I, so, so, so I'm just I'm gonna help people put it into perspective when you start thinking about we get into like seeding and numbers. The West was a mess this year. There were teams that had such like a gap that can go. There was such a small difference from like yeah. three until like nine, ten. So like all that seeding stuff like that doesn't fit the narrative on how good Denver is. Well, I mean, but if the Clippers would have been all. as healthy as the Nuggets. <laughs> Sorry, Key, I got passionate. So which team? Which team do we have more confidence? Hey, in? can I say anything? Repeating. Sorry, Key. I'm yeah, sorry, Key, the time's up. You can tell us during the break. Look, Which team do you have more confidence in repeating, the Nuggets sorry. or the Chiefs? <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. Before we get to the next topic, Jay was so insistent on taking up the whole segment, Key didn't even get to talk. Unbelievable. See how and Key threatened key? to quit the show right now if he didn't get to bring up this topic. Maybe even shed a tear or two during the commercial. Keyshawn Johnson, I await your opinion with bated breath. What about the Nuggets seeding and what Jay had to say about that? Well, all I wanted to say was the Lakers were a fake eight seed. That was all. I didn't get a chance between you and him, and then you hogging most of it. Yeah. And him, I didn't even get a chance to say that, but that was all I wanted to say. I, I would say it's a production, a producing issue, actually. Key, if the Lakers were together for the full year, what seed do you think what? they would have been? Three, four. Mm-hmm. Three, four. Mm-hmm. So, so when you look at it, yeah, the number's eight, but that's fake. Let's, let's just – if. That's mm-hmm. a fake seed. Even though it's a real seed, it's a fake seed, mm-hmm. right? I mean, at the end of the day. You could tell based on how they went through their playoff run that it had they been together Agreed. a little bit longer in the beginning of the season, it would have been different. That's all. And, and you got to give credit to the Nuggets. They knocked down whoever was in front of them. You cannot be like, oh, well, they didn't. you got to just give credit. And no one took them seven. You know, it's not like the, the really the series were that extended. And by the way, if Miami had played with a sense of urgency and didn't have their injuries, like they wouldn't have been. Yeah, but seed. I don't know if Miami. I no, they, know. they. Yeah, Keith, I'm telling you, they, they would have been a higher seed. They had injuries throughout the course of the year, and they were abysmal. 
okay. from shooting the three. I, I did, thanks it would have been a higher seed if they had played th- that way. Thanks well. for correcting me, Jay, because I did not watch Miami for 82 games. So, <laughs> much like you probably did. I would have liked to see a healthy Clippers team and what they could. I would have liked to see a healthy Clippers team. Of all the teams that went through injuries and everything else, I would have liked to see what that looked like with Kawhi and Paul George and everybody healthy. Westbrook was a shot in the arm for them. They got an excellent coach. I would have liked to see that. I mean, how many years are we going to say I would like to see the Clippers? Yeah, 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 it's never happens. Every year. It just never happens. Again, I didn't watch the Clippers for 82 games, so it's, you know. Clippers would have been to, Yeah. No, they would have been good if they could have if, if if they'd have stayed healthy and they'd have got Westbrook, it probably could have been a different team. But I, I like are but there any seasons year. in NBA history where one of the contenders isn't hurt and that affects them? I mean it happens every year. All right. Which team do you have more confidence in repeating as champions? The Nuggets or the Kansas City Chiefs? Here is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, from the press conference yesterday on maximizing the moment with the team's core. Listen to this. It's, it's about maximizing the moment. I know that I'm not going to always have this team around me. I mean, Travis is like 45 years old. <laughs> Chris, Chris is all getting up to getting up there in age two, still playing at a high level. And all these guys are at the prime of their careers, and you never know if you're going to have this team. And it's not. And I'm, I'm never have regrets about when you play your best and and you lose. But I don't. I don't want to ever have a, the regret of not giving my best every single day, and then looking back and saying, "Hey, like we had the team, and I didn't do what I needed to do in order to put us in the right position." So no team in the NFL has gone back-to-back in like two decades since the Patriots. Here's Patrick Mahomes on that topic. I told the guys that are going to be at the ceremony tonight, I said, this is it. Like, you're celebrating. This is your last thing. You get your ring. Um, not, and even though we've been working this entire time, you still have that in the back of your mind. Like, oh, yeah, we're getting our rings. We're Super Bowl champs. But now it's, it's restarts, and that's how the NFL is. Like, you, it's time to move on. You're going into training camp next, and you, you want to you repeat. I mean, no one's done it since, I think, like 2003 with, and four with the Patriots. And so you know how hard it is to do. And we had a chance a couple years ago, and it didn't go our way. So how can we be better from that and have a chance to go up against, against this AFC, which is a lot of great quarterbacks and great teams, um, and repeat. And so uh, we've got to start with day one, and that's – taking care of ourselves during the break and getting ourselves ready to go for training camp. Which team, key, Nuggets or Chiefs, better shot at repeating? I'm going to get there in a sec, like in 10 seconds. But, damn, he's good, man. I'm just watching some of the highlights and yes, the clips ridiculous. on mm. ESPN2. And he good. God, he good. Yeah, the game must look Ooh. like it's in slow motion to him. It just like, that like everyone's in slow motion. The, that magic Johnson, yeah, that magic Johnson like feel right for his passes and his touch, man. Yeah, I'm he's like, like who, in the Matrix. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. But to answer your question, Max, I feel like it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I feel like even though it's the AFC is kind of loaded to a degree, right? Everybody, this is the same loaded conference a year ago. The Kansas City went to the Super Bowl and won. Mm. Think about a year ago. It was a loaded conference. Oh, the best quarterbacks are all in the AFC West. Look at this, 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 and this. Loaded, right? Well, now you say it's the AFC East. They're loaded. Well, nothing's happened. Only one guy has left the AFC West, and that's Carr from the Raiders. So it's still loaded. And then you pick up Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. So, and Lamar signs his contract, and Joe Burrow in Pittsburgh is always in the mix. That South Conference was always a dog. You, you didn't know what was going to happen there. It's still a dog. You don't know what's going to happen there. Jacksonville, is it Indy? Is it, is it Tennessee? It doesn't really matter. In the end, I feel like the continuity of the three guys are still there with Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and Kelsey. They've always had a makeshift offensive line. 
They've always had different running backs, different groups of receivers. But those other three guys, those three guys are still there. They're bringing back a young cast of characters on the defensive side of the ball, especially in the secondary, that they're, they're going to grow from a year ago. So I, I think it's Kansas City compared to Denver, where we just talked about teams being hurt, the Lakers not being together. What if the Clippers all of a sudden stay healthy? We know what Golden State is going to be. Sacramento's on the rise. Uh, uh, Memphis will eventually get their stuff together. So I think it's just going to be difficult. I would probably have to go with Kansas City, Max. I would probably have to agree with Key just because I've seen it done multiple times. I mean, we keep referencing how many times they've hosted the AFC Championship game as a marker for this team's dominance year in and year out. I think Denver can do it, um, but there's still a lot of moves to be made in this offseason where teams like Phoenix aren't that far off. Teams like Mm -hmm. Golden State – aren't that far off, yes. right? Um, right? So and uh, I'm not saying other teams in AFC or the NFL aren't far off because I think the margin for error is slightly becoming lesser and lesser for Kansas City. Yep. But I, I, I do trust Key in that core that you just – like the holy trinity of uh, uh, Andy Reid and you talk about Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, like that history and that consistency make me trust it more. And think, you- about it, think about it, though, too uh, – when you talk about basketball, we did, we just concentrated on the Western Conference. We didn't even talk about the Eastern Conference. We didn't talk about Embiid. We didn't talk about uh, Giannis, the Celtics. What if Dane goes to Miami? Not a moving We didn't parts. talk about a lot of moving pieces for them to win a championship. We can identify in the NFC Conference, 49ers, Philly. I like New Orleans. Outside of that. What else is there? People poo-poo Dallas every single year, Max, right? Mm-hmm. The Giants, people don't feel like they're on the rise. Minnesota, Green Bay. Uh, so when you start looking at the NFC Conference, you're like, but well, you I'll don't say you, that about the East in basketball. I'll tell you why I disagree with both you guys. Your logic is sound, but the NFL is more luck-determined than the NBA. The NBA is more deterministic, I think, in terms of, the, in terms of which team is actually better simply because – you play a best of seven, right? The team that w- loses game one in a, in, a, in a series doesn't go home. But the NFL is like March Madness in a way. You lose one game, you're out, tournament style, done, one and done. So because of that, the best team doesn't always win. The fact that the, that the, that the Chiefs have been to five conference championships and three Super Bowls and won two tells you how great they really are because they can overcome that luck angle and still but get see, there. I, I, when you say the best team doesn't always win, that's not true. The best yeah, but team wins. That's for, why they won. For one game, though. In the end, if you ran it back six more times or, you know, in a best of seven, but you just can't. The but nature you, of football doesn't you allow you to do it. it back. You huh? don't run it back. Your judge is on one game. You don't judge it on six um, That's games. what I'm saying. And because so, of that, what, who we think of as the best because they won, the, you know, the ball bounces their way. That think, has a huge impact. In the NBA, think, the NBA, the best team wins. Like, there's no doubt right now that this past season, Nuggets were the best. Smoked everybody. So you think So you think the Nuggets would have been the best had Giannis stayed healthy the entire time? They're better if Milwaukee stayed healthy the entire time. Based on what I saw, yeah, I, would have take, I still would have taken the Nuggets. The question for me would have been the Clippers if they were out. But, but the point is that at this moment, you're right to say the offseason will see what that brings, Jay, right? Like, I, who knows? Maybe they won't. But at this moment, I think they're the best team, and that means they will win in a best-of-seven series. 
in, at this moment, I do agree Kansas City sh- is the best. That doesn't mean they're going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, so you're saying all that seeding stuff, you don't care about it live, from last segment. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I do care You're saying that it. you're still thinking that Denver is the best team in the league, so the seeding never, doesn't really matter. No, no. It's just not that it doesn't I just, matter. I'm just clarifying. Yeah, I, just, I, I just, last segment, you were we poo-pooing to, Denver. Now no, you're picking them to, to, to no, a better chance My very dominate. point was <laughs> we have to break Max. You just lost. See, you set yourself up because you talk too much. You no. set yourself up. I said. You know? I don't like you to, to defend yourself when we come back from be, break. You talking too much, wait, man? Just it, stop. Uh, you gonna set yourself how up? did DeAndre Hopkins visit with New England go, KJM? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. And we are joined now on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max by Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter. What's going on, Jeff? What's going on, Max? You handsome host, you. That's right. You handsome now you're talking. You. Look at that palm tree. He always Max. has to rub it in with the palm tree, Jeff. He's, he's Mr. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Miami. J.D., you think John Morant would do well down in Miami with that lifestyle? You think John Morant would survive and thrive? You know, when I, when, you know what's funny, Jay? When I first moved to South Florida, I, I used to hear about that, like, Oh, the lifestyle can impact players. I was like, nah, man, everybody's responsible for their own thing. For the first five years I was down here, I was like, man, I got to go home. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. He doesn't exactly. even remember the first five years. All right, Jeff, what's the latest yeah. on DeAndre Hopkins' visit with the Patriots? You know, uh, so he, the, the visit is done. So he concluded both of his visits, one with the Titans uh, that was Sunday, Monday, and then his visit with the Patriots. Things went well. They also, from the sources I talked to in Tennessee, went well. So I don't know how much you can make of the perception of the team. Hopkins wants to take some time away and really assess his situation. And he has no rush right now, right? He's not necessarily incentivized by any kind of money. It's not like either of these teams are saying, we want you so bad that we're throwing uh, Odell Beckham money, which, by the way, is what Hopkins probably would like, $15 million up to 18 with incentives. He's not going to get that because the Ravens seemingly overpaid for Odell to do this sort of favor for Lamar Jackson, right? So now Hopkins has to step back, take his time here. We've got nothing until training camp. 
and decide ultimately, are one of those two teams the best fit for him? Or will another team swoop in and say, no, we want you instead? Jeff, what, what are the Pats along with the Titans if they add D-Hop to the equation? What are they? You know, I, I, I keep hearing this question, and, and I, I feel you on it. I think the question is not only what are they, it's what is DeAndre Hopkins at this point? Because I do think that Hopkins still has a lot left in the tank. I don't think a couple of down years in Arizona statistically necessarily means that he's done by any means. That being said, I think that Hopkins now has as much to prove as the teams that he would potentially be signing with. So, you know, is it like adding him to the Chiefs, for instance? No, but I I do think that we're talking about a situation where – he could definitely help the Patriots and potentially make them a playoff contender. JD, I, I, I do want to ask you, as I hear that incredibly awkward echo in the background, as I see you your, your arm, TV, as man, I see you your arm better. trying to reach out and turn it down at the same time, which is always the best awkward moment on TV history. I, I love, I love that kind of stuff. This move? <laughs> that move, yeah. your hand goes outside the frame. And you're like, um, you, you know what the best part is? Look at this. I, I'm, I'm, I got, I got someone shadowing me right now. See, there's, there's Lindsay Markell. Hi, or, Lindsay. Uh, that's Joan yes. Markell. Hey. She's, 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 she's over, she's over with our, uh, our school, and she's shadowing me for the day. So, uh, say what's up. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> oh, I like that. Look at you. That's Jolie. Your mom's Lindsay. There we okay, go. Okay. All right. Hi, Jolie. Nice <laughs> to meet you. All right, um, Jeff. I do want to ask you though, if, if you are a guy like D Hop. And you're looking at all these situations. And granted, yeah. money money is a thing, right? But also, like who your quarterback is. If it, if you're are you how are you looking at Mac Jones? And are you putting your career in the hands of a guy like Mac Jones, even if the money's good? Well, I mean, that's the big question. Right out of the gates, DeAndre Hopkins said his three priorities were organizational structure, uh, a great quarterback, and a great defense. So you feel like you have two of those three things with the Patriots, for instance. But do you really want to rely on Mac Jones as the great potential quarterback? The problem here, of course, also is that what Hopkins didn't say in that list of priorities is money and money speaks. And and ultimately, if he wanted to go to the bills, he could for three million dollars or some, you know, low, low salary. But ultimately, he clearly also is prioritizing that as he should. But I'm just saying that he's you know, you can't have it all. And that's ultimately what he's going to have to decide if he wants to go get all three of those things with a team like the Chiefs or the Bills, he could do that. It's just going to have to be for less money. You know, it, 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 Jay, to answer your question, and, and here I am with this sarcastic answer for you and Jeff, I'm the only guy on oh, the show that has caught passes from 17 different quarterbacks, right? So <laughs> when you de-hop and you look at it, the situation of a Mac Jones, yeah. we look at Mac Jones and we're like, eh, whatever, but – if Bill O'Brien can formate him into certain situations to make it easier on Mac Jones to get him the football, he could be very successful with Mac Jones. You don't have to have Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers to, to do wonders. All you're asking for is opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it's up to Bill O'Brien to put him right. in a position to get those opportunities because Mac Jones is going to deliver the football, and DeAndre Hopkins is good enough to catch it no matter where it's at. So, that's, that's great. 
Therefore, Jeff, uh, Belichick could have no excuses for failing to win yet another playoff game again. That, that's that without Tom oh, Brady. Oh, no excuses. Interesting no excuses. There. That's right. Wow. He's yeah, been I'm not going to go down that. And, Max, you do have the right, <laughs> no. you do have the the right to remain silent. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm waving my Miranda. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> I, I, by the way, I get what Key is saying, and I definitely get what Max is saying. But I get what Key is saying here. You know, it's interesting, too, though, is the Bill O'Brien element to this. Apparently, they're cool with each other. Six years in Houston obviously didn't go very well. After Hopkins left, he said he had zero relationship. But I am told that the relationship isn't going to necessarily get in the way of him signing there. Uh, But to your point, does it carry over? I mean, I guess sometimes, Key, you could walk away from a situation and both sides realizes maybe we were better off together. Mm. And he did have his most formidable years with Bill O'Brien. So maybe you're right. Let me tell you something. No, which is interesting, and a lot of some people know this. A lot of people don't. I left the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right, could not stand John Gruden. In 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 mm-hmm. a year later, when I retired, they actually called for me to come back and play with them midway through the year while I was on ESPN in my first year. I decided I, the money was. <laughs> The money didn't work the way it needed to. I wasn't, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, I don't really care. I I want to play football. I'll go back. And this is D-Hop and Bill O'Brien. If you want to play, all that went on in Houston, yeah. six years, you're like, whatever. It's business. It's business. Hey, yeah, it's Jeff, business. Yeah, Jeff, no, you're right. Jeff, I was going to ask, because, I mean, that's that, I, I, I get the way the business side of it works out. But even looking at how loaded the AFC, the AFC East is right now, right? Obviously with the Bills and – We'll see what the Dolphins turn in with Tua's durability and the Jets and the Pats, if they are able to get D-Hop. It's obviously Kansas City is the team of the teams, right? Who is the team that you think, as of right now, with the way the landscape is, is the best threat to Kansas City and AFC? You know, in the AFC, that's the key, right? And the AFC is loaded. I, 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 I have to give respect to the Bengals at this point. Like, last year going into it, it was all about the Bills. The Bills are the team that could potentially take on the Chiefs. But the Bengals once again proved that they are for real, that they are legit. So, like, I feel the need to respect them and say that they're the team. And they still have Joe Burrow on the, on the uh, rookie deal. So they're still in the best situation when you have that uh, scenario. To, to really kind of impose themselves. But, I, I mean, to me, it's still the Bills and the Bengals. I'm sure you could make a case for some other teams as well. Baltimore, Baltimore if they can stay healthy, let's see what it looks like with uh, Munkin, right? Yeah. All right, That's Jeff so Darling. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, yeah. Didn't seem very enthusiastic when I said it is the only thing I'll say, Jeff. You weren't like you. That's all right, Max. I tried to be. I tried to be. Uh, I tried to be Team Max this segment. Yeah, but you know, it didn't, I was trying to really start off the calling handsome. The beginning of the show. Didn't happen. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I that's the first Chewed thing I not said right to is, is what he's saying. He about just, me. All right, well, look, Jeff Darlington, very difficult to ladies please. and gentlemen. Just, story of my life, Jeff. This is my Man. life. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> All right, Thanks. Jeffrey. Thanks, guys. <laughs> what would a successful season from Justin Fields look like? Could it, could it, could they make the playoffs? Like, realistically, you think they could make the playoffs? After Key has this from O'Reilly. Did you know one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery for free, free of charge, that is. If your battery needs to be replaced, their professional parts people can help you find the best superstar battery for your vehicle and budget. 
Make sure your vehicle is ready for the weather ahead by getting your battery tested for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. On J. Will and Max, it's time for the no huddle offense here on KJM on ESPN Radio. No, no. All right, guys. We'll start in Chicago with Justin Fields. He talked about the getting ready for 2023. Um, Yates? Everybody's buying in, like, even more than last year. So, I mean, it's, it's great to see. And, of course, uh, for me, um, you know, I, I've definitely um, grown as a leader. Um, I think even with, you know, all the new guys coming in and, you know, they've, they've made it easy. You know, they bought into, you know, our culture here and I'm um, just competing uh, day in and day out and really just having that championship mindset. Um, you know, we're all working towards the same goal, all working towards getting better. And um, I think, you know, we just got to take it a day at a time. So, I mean, everybody's been great up to this point And, you know, we just look to take that next step. Key, what does that next step look like for Justin Fields and the Bears? I think it's being competitive in every single game. Uh, Adding on to the win total from a year ago, he certainly is going to be better as a player second time around in this offense. Got a new toy in DJ Moore coming over from Carolina. Chase Claypool there full-time now, not half the season. So they're going to be a better football team. I don't know where they finish at, but they're going to be a better football team. For me, Nuno, it's about them making the playoffs. I think they have a legit shot. I think they have one of the easiest schedules there is in the league. Um, I, I think having a guy like DJ Moore at every down type weapon, seeing how they react out of the play action. I mean, Justin Fields is a is such a great dual threat type quarterback. I think that should be the goal. But where do I think they? What what would the next step look like? Even if they Playoffs. fail to hit that goal, Playoffs. I think I think 
they, they had the worst record in the league. You add four wins to that total, man, that's going in the right direction, right? Because they were competitive in a lot of games. You know, you wind up with, even if you're under 500, but you got seven, eight wins, you could see, you know, it doesn't take a genius to see what direction they're going in. So something like that would be, would be progress. That's why you see them going in the right direction, Max. <laughs> Who fed you that line? Oh, <laughs> Pat Cos- Shut look, up, Pat look, Costello. Look, nobody fed me that line. Look, Max. Yeah, right Get on a tee. Right oh, on a tee. Knock it out of the park. <laughs> Doesn't take a genius to know that they're going in the right direction. Mm. Well, of course, Max. Mm. In other words, you don't need me for that. Super genius. Go ahead. It, it definitely wasn't Pat because he's, he's working in TV yelling at me right now. Um, of course. We're staying in the NFC North with Jordan Love, and he talked about, you know, everything that's been going on as he's going into his first year as a starter. It's gone good. I don't try and do too much about it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to take time to, you know, grow into that role. Um, but I just try to keep taking it day by day. Um, and like I said, being a voice that, you know, guys come to me and ask questions. And I'm, I'm still young as well. So, like, I ask, you know, all the vets questions all the time. Um, but I don't try and do too much really with that role. Key, would the Packers season be a success if they miss the playoffs, but they know that Jordan Love is their future QB? Absolutely. I think 100%. Yeah, uh, you know, many people have them missing the playoffs because they're looking at the, the Aaron Rodgers departure and they're saying, okay, this guy's never really played, one start to his name, not really a whole lot, blah, 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 blah. And they've been sour since he's gotten drafted, where he got drafted at when he got drafted. People have been sour on Jordan Love and never really given him an opportunity in a real shot. Now he's on the stage, opportunity, real shot, gave him a little lightweight extension. We'll see what he is. I think he'll be fine, though. No, no, one eight million percent. I just made up a number. One eight eight million million percent, percent. which is 18 million. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying one point. Okay. 18 million. No, then I would say point. 18 I said million, million percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. instead of yeah, 1.8 million. Okay, 1.8 1. 8 million, million percent. Yes. In no language, I think. Yes. So that, so I don't think there's any <laughs> numerical system where that, that actually works well, out. Yeah, but I, I think as long, as long as Jordan Love doesn't try to be Aaron Rodgers or doesn't try to fill those shoes but earns the respect from his wide receiving core, earns respect from his defense, even if they are cut short of the playoffs, I, I, I think the chemistry and the leadership aspect of if they believe in Jordan Love is all you need to accomplish this year moving forward. If you believe yeah, in Jordan Love, Love has to show you that he's a real NFL quarterback. Yes. And they didn't make the playoffs last year, you know. So he shows he's a real NFL quarterback. Um, they can do some things. All right. Uh, we'll finish off in the NFC North with Kirk Cousins, and he – Coming into his last year of his contract, and he discussed kind of where they're at with things right now. No, no, I think we'll we'll probably talk about the contract next March, and until then, just focus on this season and the job to do right now. So, so nothing of late though, as far as talks in the last couple of months or so. No, just going to work. Key, Kirk Cousins, will he be the Vikings' starting quarterback next year? I I don't know. I mean, I don't know who. I mean, you asked me a question. I don't know the whole free free agent landscape off the top of my dome. Um, this year is big for him, though, because if the Vikings can't take the next step with him at quarterback, I don't see where they're going to spend another, you know, hundred twenty million dollars on Kirk Cousins when there's other options that could potentially be out there. So, I don't know that he'll be the starting quarterback. It all depends, I think, on the way the season plays out. 
I mean, look, he's 35 heading into this season. The Vikings are in a position to become the team in that division. They should be the team in that division. Um, so I, I think, look, bet on himself. I, I think the odds are if he can deliver, he will be. I find it so bizarre that you're starting to hear stuff like, hey, what are the Vikings going to do about Kirk Cousins now? The time to wonder if you should have Kirk Cousins was the last couple of years when clearly that's not good enough to get over the hump if Aaron Rodgers is in your division, right? Now that Rodgers is gone now and you have young up. quarterbacks elsewhere, right? The Lions are ascending, but are they there yet? We'll find out. Um, the Bears are ascending, but again, they got a lot of work to do still. Now you seem best positioned to do something. Now you're thinking about rebuilding? It's weird. Now's the time to strike. But listen, there's a reason some organizations don't win Super Bowls. No, no, you look like Papa Smurf with that blue. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said wow, really? He really? Said really? In the blue shirt, you look like a Smurf. <laughs> wow. Hey, yo! <laughs> but also because the camera has, <laughs> is, is panned out on you, so you're smaller out, compared yeah. to everybody else. You look small. Well, that's that's probably Pat and, uh, you know, trying to be funny. That's Pat doing it. It wasn't, it wasn't meant as a slight. Oh, oh no. Smurf. No, you Zoom. call someone Papa Smurf is not a slight? <laughs> Zoom. Try to make Zoom it better. Yeah, that's a weird angle, man. It got you in a weird said, light Say right Key now. looks like Gargamel. What's See, that? I did not say that. <laughs> That's, That's what you said. You note. said it in the break. M- M- Max, See? you might not want to continue to slander people, okay? It might be it's not just, slander. It be it's description. You may, not, you may, wanna, you may not want to do that. Max Kellerman, you do have the right shot. J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.